What's up, y'all? It's the Vinny Rock Podcast. Uh, you know, let me just apologize. First off, I've been a little sketch with all these fucking podcasts. I was so busy with Mines MC. Then I was so busy coming home and trying to get everything settled in. But your boy is back now. I got my office space. I'll be setting up a bunch of podcasts with people that I love to hear about. You know, my podcast is all about trying to just interview and talk to people that, that are inspirational or just having a good conversation for you guys listening. Um, Today I'm going to talk about something that is kind of a controversial subject, especially in the veteran community, but uh, we're going to do it anyways. Before we get to that, let me get to some of my sponsorships and understand my sponsorships uh, are, are the ones that keep the lights on, and so it's important to me to, to tell you about them. The first one on the list, you guys already know, Core Medical Group. You know, I can't say it enough. There's going to be tons of you guys home that are going to be listening and then saying, yeah, maybe I'll do it next time. Trust me, you, you risk nothing by getting the blood checked. You risk nothing. You, you only gain. You, you'll hear about how your blood looks, if it's perfectly fine already, whatever the case. And so do me a favor. If you contact them, and you should contact them, go straight into checking out your blood, let them tell you what it's like, and then you can make a decision. People ask me all the time about this, like, how does it work, everything else? Look, they send you your medication, whatever it is you need. I take uh, some pills throughout the week. I take um, the belly shot, which is uh, HCG, and I take testosterone, and I usually shoot it in my leg or my shoulders. My wife actually helps me with it. Um, I know most wives are probably nervous about it, think it's going to be unhealthy, or they think of it as steroids, but it's not. So if they're listening, listen, it's not steroids, it's testosterone. It's a very, very natural hormone in the body of the male. And the problem is that a lot of us that go overseas and a lot of us that endure a lot of stress, the brain itself, um, for some reason, gets messed up and doesn't allow you to produce the same hormone, at least at the same amount that you used to. And so it affects us emotionally, mentally, physically. And so all I want to do is try and help you guys out. If you guys go check it out, try it out, please, you will not go wrong. Beyond clothing. Damn, I got to do a video for them right now. Actually, I'll do it in a little bit. Guys, don't forget to go check out Beyond Clothing. You know, if you go on there and you buy anything, you use the Rocco, the Rocco, R-O-C-C-O promo code, and that'll get you 10% off. Right now's the time. Winter's coming. You guys need your layer systems. You guys need your pants, your jackets. The jacket I have is freaking awesome. I just found out yesterday you can actually tuck it all in to one of the pockets, and you can store it that way, or it could become a pillow for you as you're camping. Go check out Beyond Clothing. They're an incredible company. They will not let you down on the quality of the product. That's all I can say, quality. If you want to buy things that quality that's going to last a long fucking time, Go get some Beyond Clothing. Boom. Willie Peach Chocolate. I'm actually purchasing a case of Willie Peach Chocolate as well as the hot sauce that we made. And um, we're going to be using that for the, for the tacos here in Salt Lake City. If you guys obviously don't know, we're going to be making some tacos, and I'll talk about that a little later. But Willie Peach Chocolate, 
You know exactly what it is. It is hot sauce, and it's also chocolates with spice to it. Some of them don't have spice. Some of them do have spice. All of them have some kind of Scoville unit rating. And I promise you, it's something different that you're not going to find in your stores near you. Go check out Willie Peach Chocolate. a veteran-owned company. Stud Muffin. Check them out. It's great. Boom. You guys heard of Aircraft Maintainer? I was trying to tell people about it, but it's hard for me to talk about aircraft maintainer because it's, because it's not my MOS, meaning it wasn't my job classification in the military. You know, uh, if, you're, if you're a seven level, you better look into this. And so those of you that have the knowledge of what that means, you should go check this out. Go check out aircraft maintainer, aircraftmaintainer.com. What they're going to do, they're going to help you certify yourself so that you can go into the civilian world with certifications and get paid more money. This is paid for, especially if you're active duty, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force, force me to say it, Air Force. But you guys, go check it out. If you guys need to get certified, hit up Aircraft Maintainer. Aircraft Maintainer will do it for you and for free, or they'll reimburse the rate it costs. Go check out Aircraft Maintainer. I promise you, you will not go wrong. You, get, you deserve to get paid what you deserve. Uh, check them out. Let me know. If you have any questions, just hit me up, and I'll, and I'll give you all the information you need. Very simple, simple stuff right there. I just believe in it. I like it. I love it. Doom, doom, doom. Man, you know. Hero Sports, that's a big one. You guys already know what that is. But Hero Sports is a nonprofit that me, me and Mike Barker founded. And the goal is just to get sports for veterans. And so, you know, it's really hard to ask for money all the fucking time. It really is. It's like it gets old asking people for money. And so I decided, like, I'm done asking for money for the nonprofit. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and make money. You know, I'm going to make the guys work hard for the money. And when they do that... You know, I think we'll be able to make more money as a, as a nonprofit using less effort, right? And as well as you kind of get that 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 mindset of like, hey, you're making the money for your own team. So now all these softball seasons are going to be paid for. All the equipment's going to be paid for out of our own fucking hard work. And that's because we bought a taco cart for fourteen hundred dollars. It was sixteen hundred dollars. Talking down to fourteen hundred dollars plus licensing plus all the equipment. It comes out to about two thousand five hundred is what we're paying. But this is how I'm going to hopefully. Me and Mike are going to grow Hero Sports to be one of the biggest nonprofit organizations out there by hard work. We're going to work for our money. I'm tired of asking corporations for money. I'm tired of asking people to donate. It's just, it's just, it, it's just frustrating as all hell. And I said, you know what? Let's do it the right way. Let's make the money. And all the money that goes from buying these tacos goes straight into the organization. I'm able to figure out how to make it as, as low cost as possible, low overhead, so that all more money goes right into the veterans' pockets. Buy a taco, help a vato. Trust me, right now we're starting in Salt Lake City. If, uh, if anyone, any of you guys listening have any kind of hookups on a taco truck, a taco cart, and they want to support us by donating that, well, that would be beautiful. If someone wants to donate their time to wrap it, that would be beautiful. Anything you guys want to help us with, I'm done asking for money. I'm done asking for the handouts, but that would help us turn around and make more money for the organization. Eventually, hopefully, we can open up an actual taco stand, a taco shop, and continue to grow the organization. The goal for Hero Sports, I'm actually going to have to have Mike on the thing, but the goal for Hero Sports is to be able to have physical therapy around the nation for veterans trying to get themselves back active. Back active, as in out there walking around, hanging out with their kids, playing sports again, whatever the case may be. 
right now we're starting with sports. It's a beautiful thing to watch. A lot of these guys have, have had a lot of growth since joining the teams. And, uh, you know, we're excited about that. Another one of our sponsors is GMR Gold. GMR Gold does the bullion box. It's a, it's a subscription box. It's, from, it's monthly. All right. What I do with my kids is I actually just, you know, I pay for it. I'm not worried about what shows up. It's more for the fact that me and my kids get to enjoy opening up a box, opening up a bag, and seeing what the gold and silver and precious metals that are in there. Sometimes it's coins. Sometimes it's cool medallions. Whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. What I'm doing for my kids is something that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. So that's why I do it. Check it out. It's GMR Gold or Bullion Box. Use the promo code ROCCO and uh, you'll get yourself a little discount there. Last but a lot, not least, last but definitely not least, Ranger Up. Ranger Up is a sponsor of the podcast. I'm super pumped that he is. I feel like I'm going to let him down every time because it's like I just feel like Nick, I respect Nick so much as a business owner. And, um, you know, he said he wanted to jump on the podcast. I just don't know if it's going to be beneficial for him because my podcast isn't that big. You guys got to share it. You got to tell people about it. Either way, Ranger Up. Check them out. All the shirts, all the gear. I use the sunglasses. I freaking love them. Um, the ones I'm using right now, they're polarized. They're the Patriot. They are freaking insane. They have that square body. It looks really good on my face, the way my, my jaw is set up. And um, I love them. I think you guys should check them out. Seriously. They are beautiful. They are clean looking. Made by Ranger Up, so you know it's quality. Hit them up. Use the promo code Rocco. Get yourself a little discount. Let them know that you're listening. I love you guys. Let's get to the podcast. Oh, man. So there's two podcasts I'm going to knock out. One of them today and another one a little later. A little later, I'm going to have I'm going to bring my buddy uh, Vince Rockwell on here to talk with me. But on this one, I want to talk about something that, you know, obviously everyone knows the space that I'm in, in the veteran community and what I present on social media, what I write about, my book, um, what I do public speaking on, and a lot of it is about veteran transition, right? And, and when I say I hate labeling it the veteran transition, because in all honesty, it's just transition, right? And, and if you've read the book, I talk, about, I talk about how transition is not a veteran issue, it's just a life issue. We all have transitions, you know, the, the kid that graduated high school going on to college, that's a transition. The kid that's going from crawling to walking, that's a transition. The dad who's going through a divorce, that's a transition. And it all, so on and so forth. So not, life is nothing but a fucking transition. But in our community, in military and law enforcement, shit in the Latino community, and I think in a lot of communities, um, it has become the norm to associate brotherhood and camaraderie with alcohol. And like, I, I want to make sure everyone knows I'm not alcohol bashing because I myself have spent plenty of years uh, drinking and, and drinking to enjoy my time with my friends. But I've also grown. I've gotten older and I've kind of realized like, man, what a weird concept that has been. It's very strange for me to believe that, that drinking was the answer and not so much the answer but like for some reason we are trained especially in the military but i'm saying military and law enforcement we all do it we all do it but we're trained that drinking is part of the community and if you're not drinking with the guys you're kind of 
you know, pushed to the side. You're not as close to these guys. I've even said it myself as just a dude who drinks saying like, man, someone who doesn't drink, I don't trust them. I've said, that's come out of my fucking mouth. I've said that before. And it, and it blows me away. Now I'm 38 years old. I have a lot of control of how I drink and when I drink. Because I can tell you right now, I didn't have that control in the past. I would just drink. I come from a family that drinking is very common. You know, it wasn't uncommon for my father to have six beers a day, you know, and not be drunk. Just like it's just him drinking water. The Latino community is very common to just drink. You know what I mean? When you get together and you have parties and families, it's a big, you eat and you drink, right? And so I've associated my whole life is if I'm going to have friends over, I need to have a lot of food and I need to have drinks, that's what I've been grown into. That's what a lot of us have. But at the same time, now you go into the, the baseball. When I started playing college baseball, that was the same thing. After you hang out and camaraderie comes drinks. Let's drink. Let's party. And those are the college days. And that's okay at that time, right? I think, I think we're all learning at the time. We're all growing. We're all, we're all, I guess we're all getting released from our cages and we're trying to figure out life. So drinking is a big part of that. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying I get it. Um, and it was part of my life. And that's a time that obviously I didn't make all the great decisions. So that's why I'm not, I'm not currently still playing baseball. But then I go into the military and the drinking thing continues. And we party, we go, we, we finish these courses. And the first thing we do, let's, let's drink. And we go out drinking. And it, the cycle continues to be the common denominator in entertainment and camaraderie was alcohol. And man, I've had some fucking fun times, man. Hanging out with the guys, doing some crazy shit. You guys have probably seen my little video with me and Matt on, on uh, Vet TV, the drunken debrief, and we're telling stories about us being drunk while we're drunk. You know what I mean? And I get it. It's it's there's 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 a part of that that I believe was also healthy in the debriefing of combat. But when it becomes the vice that you have to have every time you go out, it becomes a problem. And so I say like, I hate a lot of the stuff from social media we've done in the past because it was associated with drinking synonymously. And if you guys watching now who are are here from all the Article 15 stuff to follows me to here, you'll know like, you know, a lot of the times we were putting on a show there was there was times where the beers were water or empty and there's times when we were actually drinking it just depended you know but there was a lot of serious business going on behind the scenes either way i hate i hated that we kind of promoted the drinking and we still kind of do right like we have a group called drinking bros i'm one of the founders of drinking bros community i'm one of the founders of the drinking bros podcast and when we named it that We named it that because a lot of veterans drink alone, and when a lot of veterans drink alone, it tends to coincide with a lot of drama, whether they're failing at at a marriage, whether they're failing at life, whether they're feeling suicidal. All these things, it always seemed to just be around alcohol, and when, when guys were put in the worst positions, they were usually drinking alone. And so the whole idea when we came up with Drinking Bros was never drink alone again. We are your drinking bros. We will drink a beer with you. We will help you and counsel you back to life, right? Get you back on your feet, moving again. We'll be there to be your your backboard so you can throw all the emotions at us and we'll just sit there and listen. That's what the drinking bros kind of concept really started. 
And then we did the Drinker Rose podcast and blah, 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 whatnot. You, you guys know the rest. And so it's like years of doing all this. It's like, man, I started to realize about probably two years ago is shit, probably around three years ago that, you know, I want to slow down on the promotion of alcohol because I, I see in my work of working with veterans that that became the biggest issue was alcohol. Now, not saying I stopped drinking, not saying I controlled my own drinking. I just made sure that I wasn't posting as much as I was drinking. And I also was not promoting drinking because I knew that, that every time I got a call from someone or a text from someone or an email from someone or, or a messenger from someone, it was always involving alcohol. And so I identified right away like, man, we got a problem. And the biggest problem is alcohol. And, and so you start breaking down the layers of like, why? Well, it's because we are in a community that has, that has promoted alcoholism. And I mean, I'm not mad at it. It is what it is. The boys will party hard. They'll play hard, right? Well, we go to war. We, we, we live this crazy life of potentially dying every time you go out there, every time you leave the fob. And then you come home and you're like, it's almost like a celebration of life and you drink and you debrief and you get a lot off your chest. And so there's been parts of that that has helped me through my transition but there's also that's also been a big reason why my transition took so fucking long. I was drinking during the anniversary of my buddy's death. I was drinking during the during Memorial Day. I was drinking during Christmas. I was drinking all these things because in my head I associated alcohol as, of with camaraderie and camaraderie as good friendship and being a good friend and a loyal friend, I will continue to maintain the drinking that we did when we were together, right? Anyone that knows me, for, for, for about five years after Sean Bros and Sean Brim's death, I would drink two Miller Lights before drinking anything else. And, it, and we have this thing, this, this thing we talk about in, in, in Ranger Battalion, a lot of us use the saying, to the breezes. And, you know, if, if I could be wrong on this, but to the breezes is part of a toast that we used to say in Ranger Battalion called, here's to the breezes, here's to the breezes that flows through the trees, ba 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 right? And it was kind of a toast we would say before we drank. And when Son Brothers and Son Brim died, we all kind of started saying to the breezes, and we drink, to the breezes, we drink. And in my head, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna drink. I'm not even. I wasn't even a Miller Lite fan. I just drank two Miller Lights because the first beer that Sergeant Brazza ever threw towards me was a beer out of his fridge in the platoon hall, and it was a Miller Lite, and that's what he drank. And so him and him and Brim drank those. And so what I was like, okay, cool. Just to remember and just to show these guys, I'm still thinking of you. Before I started to drink, I always had two Miller Lights. It'd be two Miller Lights and a shot of tequila. It'd be two Miller Lights and then, and then boom, start, start going really hardcore on whatever else. But I always started with those two Miller Lights. It's just something I did. It was to the breezes. My, all my buddies in the Border Patrol knew that because that's what we did all the time, right? We drank. It's what we, we thought was, was equated to good friendship. You know what I mean? And, and so, like I was saying, for years and years, I did this pattern of making sure I drank for them. And because I wanted to acknowledge them that I'm still here, I'm still a loyal friend, and I haven't forgot about them. And as much as that sounds like all of us, I think there's going to be so many guys listening like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I've done it. It's, or, or you're still doing it. Now that I'm 38 years old, now that I have my kids, my, my family, my freaking, my, you know, and I've had my kids, I'm saying, but now that I'm kind of older and reflecting on all of it and understanding the power of influence and also understanding uh, uh, impressionable 
youth, impressionable veterans getting out of the military who are still trying to find their own identity because they never really had their own identity because they joined the military at such a young age. They really need to find who they are. Right away, they get out, and who are the, who are the icons in the community, right? And what are we doing? We're drinking, and we're, we're promoting it. And, and you know, for, for a while, I didn't see the problem. And then now, I've definitely seen the problem, and it's an interesting, interesting dynamic. And so all I want to say is really, I want to say, I, I wanted to bring that to the attention of all of you listening. And, and if you're the guy that says, hey, let's go out Friday night and have a good time, and if that good time is always associated with alcohol, I would check myself. If bringing the boys to watch football always associated with drinking is the only way you had fun, I would check myself. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying, dude, trust me. It's not, it's not bad until it's bad, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's not an issue until it becomes the issue. And then you realize like that is the issue, right? Like, so, so for example, we have a lot of guys that are calling and messaging and bring it all the way back to this is that their life isn't going as planned. Their marriage is failing. They're unhappy about their weight. These are all, it's the same list of things that, that it's going to be one or the other, right? I've said it before. It's going to be, it's going to be finances. It's going to be relationship. It's going to be health, right? And it's going to be work. And, and, and that usually goes with finances, but these same things, and it's going to be a lot of survivor's guilt, right? And all of this, all of this gets, it gets exponentially worse when involving alcohol, and it's like, you, you don't have to believe me. And, you know, I can give a shit if you continue to drink. It really, it's, it's on you. It's your life. I'm not telling you how to walk your life. I'm not saying don't drink because me, look, I haven't drank in seven months, but that doesn't mean I'm sober. It means when I find the right time and I feel like drinking, I'll drink. But as of now, I just haven't. Wife's pregnant. I've been busy. Drinking doesn't, doesn't, I've found a way to have fun and enjoy myself without the alcohol, which means now I feel like I have control of the alcohol. That's a good feeling. Because before, I don't think I had control. For me, when I started, I had to finish. And when I finished, that means I was going to get blacked out. Like, if I started to drink, I'd, I used to go to this, the a Chili's in, in Eagle Pass, Texas, and I'd show up and get, uh, I'd get two beers and a shot. The first beer, boom, that's gone. Down, boom. Take the shot down, boom. Then, then slowly drink on that beer. By the time that beer and that shot come down and start feeling really good, game on, baby. Then it's like, let's keep this train going. That's how I was. I'm not proud of that. I'm just saying that's how it was. But also at that time was before I found counseling. At that time, I was going through a divorce. At that time, I was lonely because I hadn't seen my kids in months. I was living in a room at a house in the middle of the freaking ghetto where the drug trade was hot, where they're running dope behind our house. I was sleeping on four blankets folded for the cushion of my bed and a, and a, and a sleeping bag and a pillow. And that's all I had because the situation of the marriage was bad and I was giving them all my money and I was surviving off of $500 a month, right? So it just wasn't a comfortable scenario. So I was unhappy in all aspects of life. And so I just medicated myself with alcohol and it was the wrong answer, right? It was the wrong answer. It is what it is. You know, I learned from it, but I'm saying, you know, we're all, we all go through that and I realize now that's not how I want to manage my issues. Right now, I'm not in the shape I want to be. Alcohol is not going to help, 
Right now, I have all these kids. I'm trying to spend as much time as every single one of them also to try and make all these companies successful that I'm doing as well as acting. Alcohol doesn't help that. You know what I mean? Waking up um, with a hangover doesn't help, especially at my age. The hangovers last like three fucking days now. Either way, I'm just saying that life became more clear for me that when, when, when alcohol wasn't something that I had to have, when alcohol wasn't the vice that made me have a good time, I, would, I have been completely trained to believe that having a beer with my friends is what friendship is. And so the reason why I bring this up for all you guys at home, big important thing for me in my life is doing the checks and balances on myself, is self-accountability, self-awareness, looking in that mirror and say, okay, here's where my life is, here's where I want it to be. And all you guys listening right now, I hope when this, when this podcast is over, you can sit there in your car while you're driving to work or you're at your home, whenever you listen to this, and actually think, okay, is my life where I want it to be? Is everything perfect? Which the answer is probably going to be no. We get it. No, nothing's perfect. But is, you know, how's my health? How's my relationship with my significant other, my girlfriend, my wife, whatever? Is that relationship solid? Am I taking the time to give her a part of me? Am I having good conversation? You know, am I checking in on her and seeing how her mental health is, how her physical health is, how I could be better for her? My job, am I, am I the best at my job I can be? Can I promote, make more money for the family? Is that going to be better? Is promoting going to be worse because I'm going to be gone more from the family? How's my relationship with my kids? Do I call them? Do I check on them? Do I, am I there? Am I relevant in their lives? Did I teach them how to exist? Have I taught them how to change the oil? Have I taught them how to change a tire? Have I taught them how to defend themselves in case of a bully? Have I been there for them, helping them with their homework, teaching the boys how to shave the right way, teaching the girls not to be, not to be soft and be tough, females who are independent? Am I raising my kids to know that their father is fully fully involved in their life, even if I'm working, I'm still come home and check on them and, and check. Is that side of my life good? How about my weight? Is it good? Is it where I want it to be? Am I proud? You know what I mean? That's my issue. I'm not proud of what the fuck I look like. Trust me, I fucking hate it. People are like, oh, dude, you look fine. No, I don't. No, I don't. I know what I want to look like. I know, I, and I know why I'm not there, right? Besides alcohol, my other vice is freaking food. I like to eat. I'm a big sweet tooth Dude, I like donuts. I like, man, I don't know. For some reason, that's where my mind's at all the time. But that's my issue, right? What else is there? How, how about emotionally, personally inside, right? How do you feel? If you're not at, at the top of your game in every one of those, well, then in my head, you should probably work at that. And I'll tell you, what slows you down in every single one of those is beer and alcohol. You know, like my own buddies going to listen to this podcast and be like, what the hell? I say, look, man, I'm not telling you don't drink. I'm telling you, this is your life, man. Do whatever the fuck you want with it, bro. You're not, you're, you, know, you don't pay my bills, so I don't care. But I'm going to tell you the mistakes that I've made in my life, and if somehow you can learn from that, awesome. I don't need to drink a beer to hang around my friends and have a good time. I don't. I don't need to drink a beer to feel like I'm, being able, I'm able to resolve my issues by drinking. I don't drink whiskey just so I can uh, calm down a little bit. I just don't do it. 
when I drink, if I'm drinking, it's because I want to drink. And there's a reason, like, if I take my wife on a date and we have two, three glasses of wine, okay, that's when I choose to drink. You know what I mean? I think the last beer I had was a michelada at a taco restaurant because it looked really cool and I wanted to have it. But I was able to have one. I thought about the second one. But I know when that second one comes, the third one will. And shortly after, I'm closing that motherfucker down. So having that control was, was something for me was, I'm super proud of. And I hope that you guys yourself can just check your life and, and see where it needs work. And it might not, your vice might not be alcohol. Your vice might not be alcohol. There's something in your life that is, is that. And I'm just saying, all I want to do is tell you a little bit about my life and, and where I'm at in my head and why the alcohol thing has been frustrating because every time a veteran comes to me that he's struggling, alcohol is involved. Every single time. And if that's not enough statistics for you, I get hit up probably five times a day with someone that's struggling. And every single one of these dudes drink. There hasn't been one that said, no, bro, I'm sober. I'm just, life isn't working. There hasn't been one. There hasn't been one. And, and there, there might be out there, I'm sure. But the alcohol does not help. I'll guarantee that. So check your life, man. The veteran community, you know, we have an alcohol issue. Not only that, law enforcement, everyone else, all you guys, just be smart about it. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is be smart and realize if you have a problem, get help. If you need help, hit me up. We'll find the resources for you. That's all I got for you. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Vinny Rock Podcast. There you go. I sound like I'm drunk. Bye. I did it. Bye.